Good Monday morning, guys. I'm Jerry Miller, and this is Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us. It's a pleasure to connect with you through the I Love Seville Network on a show today presented by the fabulous team at Yes Realty Partners, Ooh. a name you can trust, a name you can count upon. I say it loud, and I often say it proud. Yes Realty Partners. Today's program is dynamic. You, the viewer and listener, no matter where you are watching us today, can offer perspective, ask questions, and shape the discussion by offering your thoughts in the comment section or the feeds on any of the social platforms you're watching this show upon. We embrace, welcome, and encourage perspective from viewers and listeners. I would be remiss not to highlight and champion Judah B. Wickhauer, known up and down the eastern seaboard as... J-Dubs, his favorite moniker over there. I can see by his face. Judas. Why don't you get a microphone in front of you so you can talk Judas. to us? Oh, man. <laughs> it's only been about six years of encouraging that. It's, it's, it's look endearing. At look, at look at that big smile. It's endearing. Keith Smith is freshly manicured. <clears throat> Got a haircut within the last four days. You know what? The scary part is that, that you've noticed that. I know you well. Yeah. I know you quite well. One of the things I know about Keith Smith as well is the man likes a compliment or two. Uh, or I, three, uh, or maybe four. Yeah, you know that's interesting. Uh, from you, I like it, <laughs> but yeah, you know it. Sometimes, uh, sometimes it's a bit much. But yeah, you know, part of the Catholic in me was like, all of a sudden, I start feeling feeling guilty. He's been in business um, since 1987. 1987. Mm-hmm. 1987. So yes, I am that old. Quick math. That is thirty. Uh, what six years over there, Keith Smith. You've been rocking and rolling in real estate. I ran out of fingers. He ran out of fingers. Ran out of fingers and toes. He's now using his toes and Judah's toes, and some somehow Judah enjoys that. Oh Jesus! Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not a Monday. This is this is the this is this is what you get, folks. It's not a Monday morning without a little joke or two. <laughs> yeah, Neil or a Williamson, song? welcome to the show, hey, my Neil, friend. How you doing? Uh, yeah, a little a little show. This is what you get when. When I roll in, I said, we're just doing Batman and Robin today and see how the show goes. So, first of all, before we go off further down the slope, you know, if you've got any case studies or anything you want to know about the market, this is a great time to ask it. Um, buyer, seller, whatever, please ask it. I, we're going to do a little case study on this um, Elliott Avenue that just went pending. I'd like to talk a little bit about that. And I've been tracking, I'm tracking some new set of numbers for, for what it's worth. Um, tracking the um, <clears throat> days on market, so I, I think we should start there. We there got a go. fantastic uh, bar graph. We've got we a fantastic. We love data. We do. We got pretty colors on the bar graph. Ray Cadell, get ready for this. Joshua Tracy of Real Estate Three, get ready for this. Josh, I think you're going to like this information. Laura Fonder, hello. Peter Krebs, days on market over the last 20 years. Get ready. Uh, Soon to be Supervisor Pruitt, get ready. Patty Zeller, Andrew Vaughn, Todd Raff, Nikki Chambliss. Catherine Lochner, get ready. Judah Wickhauer, if you could put the graph on screen. Keith Smith, if you can set the stage as Logan Wells Claylo gives us some props. Oh, thank you, Logan. Logan's a pros pro. <clears throat> so those of us who have been around for a while, um, chime in, right? Particularly Ray, right? And the folks that have been, been in here since 
20, 20 uh, before 2003. So what you're looking at here, folks, is uh, it's a really large swath. It covers single-family detached. I drop out new construction. Those who watch the show know I do that. Particularly, it skews the days on market because new constructions have zeros, which screws the numbers. Um, it's from 20. 2023 back to 2003, or as Woody Funcham would like me to do, from 2003 to, to, to I mean, 2023. I'm in agreement with Woody Fincham. Okay. Every uh, bar graph and set of data starts with the oldest information first and then goes to the newest information. And I'm lefty, so that's to me it looks right, and I'm dyslexic, so I look at everything. Maybe back. that's why that, that works out that way for <laughs> and you. Maybe that's why that worked out that way. So this is Charlottesville, Albemarle, Fulvana, Green, Nelson, Louisa. I'm throwing in Augusta, Waynesboro, Stanton. You normally don't do that. I normally do not do that in Buckingham. And I just wanted to take a quick look at the whole market and what are the median median days on market. And if you take a look at it, I'm going to go from 2003 back. You're kind of seeing, uh, excuse me, 2023 back. You're this is a great graph, guys. Five, six, seven days. And then, you know, somewhere around 19... Excuse me, 18, 19, and 20, you see it dropping, jumping up into, into the 20s. But if you go all the way back to 2003, we were, uh, now the volumes were much less, of course, uh, and the prices were down, but I just wanted to assess days on market, and we're looking at 33. And the question I'm trying to answer is what's the new kind of balance point? When does it change from uh, a. Sellers to buyers, buyers right. to sellers. That's, thank you very much. But if you take a look in that middle graph here in the years of time of great unpleasantness, you're looking at, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80, little, a couple of years we were plus 80 on that end of it. So I'm just trying to kind of track it now. I've been tracking it actually week over week. Yeah. I've been tracking it. This is year over year and trying to see, you know, if this has got any tea leaves in it to kind of figure out where we're going to land as a new days on market. So any agents that are that are watching it, you know, what, what do you think? Um, you know, what do you think, Logan? Logan Wells Claylo, we trust your opinion. What do you think, Ray Cadell? Good morning, Aaron King, watching at Feast. Aaron, I'm a huge fan of yours, as you know. If you ever need to open a restaurant, Aaron King is a fantastic person to do it. Not that she's not fantastically employed right now at Feast. Just saying, she's just got many talents. She's a Renaissance woman. The last three years. The days on market have been six, five, and seven. I don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that that average is six. Six days on market. You put a house on the market. That's median now. And on a median standpoint, it goes under contract in six days. Yeah, so I've been... I've been um, I've That's been, ridiculous. And I've been actually looking at the gap between median and average, right? And, trying, and so I haven't quite finish the math on, math on that to see, you know, median obviously kicks out the high and the low, right? Sure. So it stays, henceforth the name, it stays in the middle on it. So these are median days work, but these, I figured that all out on my Good, own. Nicely done, Keith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at me, huh? And uh, so, so, but, you know, if you start digging into the units a little bit, at the homes a little bit, these are the ones that we always talk about, right? They're in the right location, they're at the right price, the right features, the right condition, the timing is always right, and, and as I always add, who's on the other side matters in, in this market more than ever. Absolutely. At, at this particular point. So anyway, I just wanted to... That keep... basically means pick the right realtor. That's well, what he's saying. Yes, 
but who's on the other side? Who's helping you on the buyer to sell, depending on which side you're representing? It does matter. It always mattered. But it really matters now because of the skill level that I think it takes to make a deal go from beginning beginning to end. But I just wanted to start with that. I'm tracking that. And any agents out there that are watching, if you think I'm off track or, or point me in the right direction or need more information, I will be more than happy to amend it and see how it goes. So we can make this comment. Undoubtedly, we are in a seller's market right now. Oh, yeah. No question about it. When do we tip into a balance market, that's in your I'm, opinion? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Is here. that the 30-day marker? The last time we've eclipsed, we've touched 30 days, or eclipsed 30 days, was 2016. In 2017, the median days on market was 28. 2018, the median days on market was 27. So let's call that even. I mean, 28 and 27 are still below 30. No, no, I'm just saying those two oh, years yeah, were, kind those of, even. But those were yeah. kind of flat. And then 30 days of balanced market. If we're looking at median, I'm starting to think, you know, it used to be, because this what got me to start thinking about this was last week we had folks talking about uh, 90 days and so forth and so on. We've never really had a median 90 days, right? I mean, now, 90 days hasn't happened since... When's the last time 90 days has happened? Well, I, going back to 2003, it hasn't. We've now, never had a 90-day median days on market. So these are me- we got to be we got to be careful. This is mean if you start taking a look at the averages. Yeah. Back in those years, they were way, way, way up. Uh, you know, but we're, we're going median here. They're 120s, 130s, and all that stuff. But if we do median, which is kind of where I wanted to stay, is the high and low. You know, the last time we we had that was in you know 2000 and. God, 2010, 2011, 2012 was in 60. You know, we're looking at 2000 and hold on, let me look at my colors here because there's all wonderful color stuff. 2007, it was 82. <clears throat> so I'm thinking 30 is, it's probably somewhere between 30 and 45. Okay. If I was to, somebody was to, push me up against the wall in a live talk show to make a, make, make, make a decision. I'd say between 30 and 5. When you start getting between, median starts getting between 30 and 45 days, I think that's when you're, I don't know, I think you're going to start seeing this whole mentality start changing. But, I mean, just look at it. The middle of COVID, the whole COVID, we'll call 2020 like the COVID year, right? Yeah, that's when it started. Right? We were at 20. Okay. Right, and what happened in 20? We were selling houses like crazy. No doubt. Right. First so, part of the year was a little slow. A little slow, right. But in any event, I, I, I'm just trying to track it, trying to figure out what my Mr. Predicto can go ahead and do and see if we can get some sort of, of visual on where the overall market is going. So I thought I'd kick it off with that. I like it. Keith, yeah. do you expect the median days on market to continue to be this slim, this narrow, this thin, this tiny, this small, this minuscule. I could continue if you want. I thought you were going to say mistletoe next. <laughs> uh, look, I love I, mistletoe. I know you do. Uh, Who doesn't love mistletoe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this is inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, mistletoe, as long as you're, you know, obviously I'm only mistletoeing one person right now. <laughs> yeah. But when I was a uh, single man, mistletoe was a great icebreaker. 
Hey, you know what? We're under. <laughs> My name is Jerry. Nice to meet you. Yeah, well, there's a whole mental picture I did not want to have. Thank you very much at, at 1033 in, in the morning. Look, I, even if we double the number, which is 14, this is simple math for simple Marines, we're still, you know, way under 20, which was, you know, the COVID, COVID year, 21. I, I just... I just think we're going to be staying low because there's just no inventory. We had a family dinner last night with mom and pop, as I mentioned as, as before we went live with the cameras. And actually the topic of conversation was exactly this, right? Taxes going up, right? Where are they going to go? They're at a certain age where you start having these conversations, right? Uh, family conversations. And we're pretty open family. We have very clear, we don't, brush things like this under the, under the table. We actually have conversations. But part of the conversation was, is, you know, if one passes away and one, one re- remains, how's this going to work? And, and, you know, they're at a point where there's a potential that they can't afford it because they're on a fixed income. Costs are going up. What is gas now? I'd say about three seventy nine, depending on where you shop. Three sixty, three seventy, three eighty. What was it at Wawa when you filled up last year? It was three thirty nine. Oh dang, son! I filled up in. That's Richmond. with the Wawa discount, though, right? Uh, they don't do gas discount. No, is your is your mic on? Yeah. This, can we put you on a so we don't have a voice of God? Can we put you on a three shot? Uh, let's see. So in Richmond, I paid three seventy five. Yeah, where I'm where I'm doing is about three seventy three seventy nine. The question is, is what is Costco? That's what everyone. <laughs> well, I think Judas found the cheapest gas in town. Might be Wawa. Then he goes in and then he devours. Uh, That's the Wawa on 250. I think he goes to the Wawa on Pantops. Are they made to yeah. order subs or are the MTO sheets, Judah? They made to. The MTOs are sheets. Wawa's got a, does not do the, the MTOs. Anyway, Wawa, Wawa, jump in. Wawa makes everything the way you ask for it. So is it made to order? Are the MTOs? Uh, yeah, the M- made to order is, is the acronym, though, is sheets. But you're right. Wawa does custom yeah. submarines subs. My, my personal favorite at Wawa is a toasted Italian with a bag of cheddar and sour cream to go and maybe a IPA tall boy uh, to enjoy while devouring my Italian sub. What is your personal favorite there, Judah Wickhauer? Then we'll get to the comments on the feed. We're having some fun on a Monday here. They've got some Nobody's really going to ask me about mine, but that's okay. Why wouldn't really good we ask you right. Right. It's yeah. only real talk. I mean, it's a, ta- it's a talk I'll show. just drink my cup of coffee. Yeah. I got texts coming in. I, c- I can do a little bit. Judah Wickhauer, what do you got over there? Uh, they've got some really good soups. And, oh. Uh, other than that, uh, I mean, they, they do everything that I've tried well. So I'm, I'll either go with a ham and cheese or sometimes a tuna fish sandwich. It's good stuff. I like it. Yours, Keith? What is your favorite? Keith? I go. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Thank Keith. you. I, I go to Marie Bet, pick up some baguette, go get myself boar's head cold cuts, and I make my own hero. There you go. There you go. Now, make if you were at little Italian, if you were at Wawa, what would it be? I don't know. Never eaten at Wawa. Oh, and it's pretty good. I get I get gas and go. Of the gas stations, it may have the best food of all the gas stations. Usually, if I'm stopping, I actually I take that back. I strike that. Yeah. Everything I just Tiger, said, Tiger please, fuel. Com- yeah, yeah, yeah. please I, completely I think, I think you need to go local on that Tiger one. Fuel, the yeah, Suttons, you Bel Air. You can't beat an Ednam. I'll go with the Keswick. The Ednam the is what my wife gets. The Keswick and the Ednam by far trump and beat Wawa. Now, yeah. if I were going to go with a big box brand, I would go with the Wawa. The now, Wawa I, now I will go 
to, to the markets, to the Tiger Fuels. Just oh, to those get are a, damn good. Just to get a sandwich. The sandwiches right? are fantastic. I won't get any gas. I'll get a sandwich and go. And Edmund is mine, by the way. So your wife has my wife loves the Edmund. taste. I, you know, I may have to. If I go to Wawa, it's like okay, let's get the gas and go. I'm usually rocking and rolling and not hanging around and, and doing that. But if I get that, if I get that Rivian electric pickup truck, I'm going to have to hang out there. So my whole philosophy might change. Are you getting the Rivian pickup truck? No, of course not. Is but that is that? I, your, Quentin Beckham has one of those. I know that. If I said, I said if. There's a long way to convince Mrs. Smith for, for me to spend. Well, the Toyota Tacoma's pretty new for uh, you. It's not. It's uh, 2017. I got about 80,000 miles on it. It is in primo condition, and I'm not getting rid of that anytime soon. Tacoma's run forever. I've, I've, it is in great condition. I love it. But comments and, and things. We're, we're talking about sandwich. April Sherling's got a comment. Yeah. How can anyone buy a house in this market if they have to sell a home first? It's a great question. There are ways, and that's why you need a trusted advisor, April, but it's a great comment you just made. So I'm actually going this afternoon to meet a client that has a piece of prop, that has a home close to UVA that we're going to be putting on the market. Uh, and More comments. They're going to go ahead and, uh, and buy. Uh, we're going to get a little creative with it. Uh, we haven't, uh, I don't want to get too far down the road because we don't have all the details. I don't want to get ahead of myself on it, but one of the things we're looking at doing because- you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I uh, kid because I care. No, 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 no. I, it came out of my mouth, and I went, "Yeah, really." So, uh, so one of the things that we're doing in that um, is we're going to be looking at you know the lease back options because what they want to do is they want to get the home on the market, figure out what they can get on it, start searching, and try to time time the the sale and and the purchase. But it, it is possible to do right now. So the sell side. Um, it's probably the easier side of the scenario, but where they're located, um, my suspicion is that the buyer who's going to buy there, much like this Elliott Avenue property we'll talk about in a little while. Um, will so, be Jude, I just sent you the uh, listing the, uh, for 724 Elliott Avenue. Go ahead, Keith. Yeah, so they will go ahead and uh, probably wait. The chances of, of a buyer waiting for the seller to buy something is... Is in, is Slim to zero. But this is the where, right? The location. This is the number one. That's what matters. And is it priced right? And I got to tell you, pricing matters more now than ever. Everybody thinks, oh, I'm just going to go in super high on it. And, you know, that's a, that's a possibility. That's a discussion to have with it. But what happens sometimes, people just get turned off on it and don't look at it if it's overpriced. The buyers are smart. They know what values are right now better than most folks. Um, and sometimes if you overprice it, you can end up sitting on it. Then you start getting into 14 days or whatever it is. And then they get stigmatized. And then you, then it, the, the listing becomes stale. Yeah. And then... What's then you, wrong with it? What's going what's on wrong here? Why is it, it taking so long? Why is it taking so long? What happened? Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, was that, was that commercial? No, it was Seinfeld. It's not, no, no. They just did a commercial, a yada, yada. Anyway. We'll, we'll change gears on it. Smith ADD kicked in. Olivia Branch, hello. Welcome to the program. We love when you watch the show, Olivia. Chad Wood, Jason Howard, hello. Welcome to the show. But there's paths there to do that. You need to bring in a trusted advisor to take a look at, you know, this isn't so much about selling a home. It's about, okay, what is your goals and objectives? And that's actually the conversation we're going to have today. It's not so much about the home. Okay, what's your goals and objectives? Why do you want to move? Where do you want to go? There's 
this particular case, it's life-changing. There's, there's life changes happening, so they kind of need to move. So we've got to dig into that first, then figure out the value end of it, then figure out where we're going to go. I had a conversation with uh, a gentleman outside the squash courts um, on Friday, and he put this spreadsheet together. This is a guy who has two daughters that play, including one, his youngest, who's got a lot of upside. Uh, He's very active. All right, give me a thumbs up when you have those photos ready to go. We're going to talk 724 Elliott Avenue here in a matter of moments. A home that I put up on the I Love Seville Network, uh, I'd say four or five days ago. Seth Batten's listing, owner agent, actually. And it went viral, um, in particular because of the price. And this gentleman I'm having a conversation with um, asked me, you know, what do you do? I said, you know, do a handful of things. One of the things I enjoy the most is the real estate investment and rental properties we have. Um, Grant Tate, glad to see you're alive. I guess he's talking to you, Keith. Oh, it's Grant. Yeah. Oh, man. As I call him, Doc. Dr. Grant Tate. Dr. He's an Grant awesome Tate. individual. Welcome to the show, Dr. Grant Tate. So the conversation went, you know, it's always a good time to buy, especially in this market. It's always a good time to buy. Then he sends me an email the next day, a very detailed email, um, of why he thinks the um, buying a rental property right now does not make sense. Really? Yes. Um, <clears throat> He says that uh, price points are at a high right now. I would agree with that. That are not uh, sustainable. He says, and I'm looking at his email now, my conclusion is buying rental property only makes sense if housing prices will go up. The rental can only cover the cost right now. Right now, it's better to park the cash in CD or treasury bonds, which are close to 6%. He says the return for a rental income is 5.268%. The CD is almost 6% and it's completely worry-free. He says, my decision is based on real estate prices will not go up much from here or over the next few years. Hmm, I would disagree with that. And he says, I'm hoping real estate prices will drop 20% from this level than I will be buying. I saw him the next day after he sent this email. I said, I respect your perspective. I understand that you have a lot of degrees and you're a very smart individual, but this market is insulated. I do not see values dropping 20% anytime soon. Um, And from my experience, buying a rental property, it's always been good. It's always been good. So, so he's half right. I see rent. Uh, look, as these multifamily projects start coming online over years, this is years and years down the line, you're going to start seeing rental prices get soft. I just, I just, you know, everything from Zillow to Dr. Yoon, what we're seeing on it, we will have um, for the foreseeable future, I think, um, a pretty modest year-over-year percentage increase. Now, what I mean by modest, I'm saying... Are you saying, talking about monthly rents? No, no, no. I've, I've jumped on you a little bit. I think, I think rents are going to start stabilizing a little bit. I don't think you're going to see them accelerating like they have been. I'm talking about... He appreciation. Wants appreciation of properties being bought that are uh, rentals. The values are going to continue to go up. It might be 3%, 4%, 6%. I think we're actually going to You know be what more- I said that blew his mind? Excuse me? You know what I said that blew his mind? I'm sorry, sir. Do you know what I said that blew his mind after he gave me this analysis? I said, you know what? And he's a fair amount older than me. I said, explain to me what's going to happen to the market 
when we get two or three thousand people from the data science school, two yeah. to three thousand people from biotech, and then UVA yeah. expands enrollment with professors and students, and then the ecosystem expands across those three silos. And it goes like this. Wait, you think population increase? And I said, yes. And I said, what do you think the salaries are going to be tagged with those population increases? And he goes, oh, six figures. And then you know what he did? He Change. walked away and sent me another email the next day and said, well, with the population increase, my initial projection's not correct. Well, so he's half right and he's half wrong, right? He's half right, I think, in order, I'm, I'm, and as you're talking, I'm trying to take a look at what's available right now, single family detached in the city of Charlottesville to buy, right? So if, unless you have a situation where you've got a 1031 exchange and you're looking to park some cash somewhere, that's probably the buyer who's going to be buying these uh, rental properties where they, you know, they're just looking to park cash. If they go ahead and get a certain amount of rent for it that covers their taxes, their insurances, and all their expenses and make a little bit of profit on the back end, get their tax write-off, that makes a lot of sense. If you've got to go out and borrow money to go and do that, that math is never going to work. I don't, think, I don't think the folks that are going to have to borrow money at 7 8, 8%. But that's in what fact, was, it's probably higher because but that's it's what was a happening. rental property. You're talking 9 or 10% rates. But you the single-family detached rent right now, we learned this from you. It's about twenty. City in Almoral County is $2,500. Yeah. So it's interesting. I think you're going to start seeing, quote-unquote, mom-and-pop investors that had rentals that bought four or five years ago when they were getting a 2%, 3%. I think they're going to, you're going to start seeing them come back on the market, but they're going to be incremental. They're going to be such a small... I just don't see that happening. Yeah, I, I think it Why will. Why would anyone put on the market a 2 to 3% interest rate house? So it's sophistication of the, of the buyer, right? So if mom and pops are buying them, that they don't... This is... Let me try to explain it a different way. You're basically saying this. If you got a house with a 2 to 3% rate and you can sell this rental property at a premium and then take all the cash and equity that you, you got and put it into a CD in the market, your return on investment's greater with a lot less headache, no work whatsoever. So the few mom and pop ones that I know, yeah. they never did an ROI. They never kept money aside. They, they, they didn't kind of do the business end of it. They try to manage it themselves instead of using allied property management. And what's happening, it's becoming more of a headache. And so then, maybe we're running in different circles. The ones that are, that are, that are in my circle are like... We, we got different circles. Yeah, this, well, is a different, this is a different circle that, that, that folks all of a sudden thought they should be in investment properties. And if you really don't understand that world, it could bite you on the butt. HVAC goes out, right? It needs a new roof. The tenant does what, something silly. It, 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 it does happen, and they just get out of it. It's not... Jerry, we're not talking huge numbers. These are like microscopic numbers to go ahead and do that. But he, I think if you're going to go straight in right now, unless you're a cash buyer that's looking to put some 1031 money aside, that's going to be probably your single-family detached investor in this market, right? Um, I don't think you're going to see a lot of people wake up in the morning and go, let's go buy some investment property. I'm going to agree to disagree with you on this one. And I'm going to use um, Seth Batten's. Seth Batten, you watching the program right now? Yes. I text Seth Batten. But that's the exception. To, that's an, that is a, a very different scenario. Okay, we're going to so I'm, I'm tag in Seth Batten. 
Seth so, Batten, we, I'm going to give him some props because I think what Seth is doing now. But Seth is not mom and pop. He's a shrewd businessman. It's not mom and pop. Why, why is he not mom and pop? Because he's a realtor? Well, because he, I, he has one unit. Yes, this, this is the quintessential mom and pop. He has no economies of scale, no vertical integration. He this this is probably his personal residence. And he knows no, because I took a look at when he bought it and stuff. He knows, and and I actually been keeping the track on the on the on the reconstruction of it. He bought that. He created an LLC. He bought it under an LLC. He understands the real estate market. He un, I know Seth well. He understands Same. construction. Well, you understand who's to hire and who not to hire to go ahead and do that. We've had this conversation before, right? If you think the renovation is going to cost you a dollar, what is it going to cost you? Two or three dollars. Let me set the stage here. So I put this on the I Love Seville network, and, and I, I, I've heard from a number of your colleagues after posting this. Um, I'd say a dozen realtors reach out to me, maybe somewhere between a dozen and two dozen, reached out to me after I posted 724 Elliott Avenue. I think Judah Wickhauer has the photos. This is Seth Batten, owner, agent. Um, you can rotate the photos through. He's got a list price for um, 724 Elliott Avenue. It's two bedrooms, two bathrooms, 1,428 square feet. One of my favorite tricks is when the realtors, when they talk about lot size, they choose to put the square feet of the lot 6,098 square feet instead of the actual acreage. When you see a realtor putting the lot size in square feet as opposed to actual acreage, you know what that means? That means the lot is really small. 46 feet wide. That's a narrow lot. Is that less than 0 0.1? Uh, is that 0 0.1? I don't know what the acreage is. I'm not smart enough to do the math. The I would math imagine that's it. somewhere between 0 0.08 and 0 0.13. Okay, we're talking a post stamp right here. Now it's fantastic renovation, Seth Batten. He did a hell of a job. In fact, let me see if Seth's watching. Did you did you walk through it? Yeah. Uh, no, I have not walked yeah. through it. I've driven yeah. through it many times. No, uh, they did. First of all, they did an outstanding job. So he bought that in 2022. For Seth watching the program. He bought that in 2022 for 165. 165k. He listed it for 674,900. Judah. Two bedroom, are you rotating the photos? Photos are on screen, screen, look at the screen. Two bedroom, two bath, 1,428 square feet, post stamp of a lot. The price per square foot, $473 price per square foot. Now the renovation is fantastic. He did a phenomenal job with the renovation and Elliott Avenue is in with, within walking distance of everything. He's also expanded the square footage too of it. I mean, because the original square footage on the house was around a thousand square feet. There was a little extension built years ago, but they actually improved that. And uh, the renovation work in that thing is freaking off the it's, charts. Oh yeah, fantastic renovation. The, the 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 stove. Look at the pictures. The oh. stove is a fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Um, you are paying for the finishes here, well, and you're paying for location. the location. Absolutely. That's what you're buying here, is finishes and location. So uh, You're not buying space. So you're not buying Thanksgiving dinners or big Christmases with families here. You're buying finishes and location. Yeah, so it looks like um, uh, this will uh, probably close somewhere, according to the data, public data I'm looking at, somewhere at the end of September. And it went under contract right away. Yeah, sure, of course. And I'm sure it had multiple offers and da-da-da-da-da. 
but I'll tell you, I think when, when this is over on 925 or at the end of the month and we take a look at it, I'll bet you you'll find out it was a cash deal. I bet your cash buyer bought it. And I will bet you about we're we're low on we're low on bourbon, aren't we? We're low on bourbon. Okay, so I'll bet you a bottle of bourbon. Oh, I like prop bets. Um, What's that, the prop bet you want to do? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, well, we're just low on bourbon. Okay. So, <laughs> what, what's the prop bet? So, I think the buyer, which is going to be really hard to find out unless Seth shares it. Um, I think the buyer profile is me, probably hmm. of a certain age, hmm. and probably of a certain ethnicity and race. What does that mean? You're saying the person's, the family, whoever buys this is white? I think it looks a lot like me. Okay. You're saying this is going to be a white boomer, a white wealthy boomer is what I you're think, saying. I think, I, I'll tell you what, if I had $674,000, that's the perfect house for Yona and I. Absolutely perfect house. Dude, I got you could not live here. Sure I could. Your family from Connecticut, where are they going to stay? In, in a tent in the backyard? Your house. They have Your family in Connecticut is a husband, a wife, and two children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, what, are they going to stay in the second bedroom altogether? No, I'd go ahead and, and once the rezoning happens... The oh, come on now. You're not going to build a $200,000 ADU after you spend six seventy five. No. And, th- and that's what I... Actually, I wanted to get to the rezoning and how this and that is kind of tying together on it. But look... It's it, for me. It's the it's the. Not everybody has a large family like we have. I'm, not everybody's the o- oldest of five, right? But it's walking distance to everything that I want. Everything's on the main level because I'm old, right? It's got a cute little office in the back that I can put my office in the in the back in it. And if I was really creative, I could probably turn it into an ADU, pretty easily, on it. It's got all the high-end features I want. A beautiful walk-in tiled shower in the primary master suite. So I think it's cash. I think it's somebody close to my age, if not older. So it what's may- the bet here? What's the prop uh, My bet is that's who it is, the buyer on it. And you can, you can take somebody else. Well, you know, that's, that's going to be hard for us to know those answers. Well, we'll know, we'll know if it's cash or not. How would we know? You'd ask Seth? No, no, no. That, that, once it closes, they... It, it, the MLS picks up. Okay. Okay. We just can't. Um, we just can't tell who the buyer is, right? The you know the ethnicity of the buyer or the age of the buyer. And all so that you're saying this is a six hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. We'll, we'll package. bet cash. God, I'm so inclined to take this bet, but the reason I'm not going to take this bet is because of the expensive interest rate environment, and I know how much money is in this community. Um, Oh, I am right on the fence of taking this okay. bet. I don't think I've lost a prop bet to anyone on this five years of doing this show. So let's add a second part to it. Let's figure out if... I'm set- not going to take this bet. Okay. And the reason I'm not going to take this bet is because the interest rate environment yeah. is extremely expensive right now. And I would not be surprised if this traded cash. But 675 cash... It's not a bu- I can tell you this one. It's not a buyer who's buying it waiting for the zoning to happen. That I can assure you. Uh, oh hell no! Yeah, I I would never. T- I completely agree with you. And and, and and Jamie Turner and James Watson. I'm going to get to your comments here. Yeah, and and well, James' home lived was lived up the street, like three oh, houses he up. Still, he still owns it, right? Investment no, property. No, no, oh, he sold it. Oh, okay. We helped him sell it. Yeah. Okay. Um, the the reality of it, of it is that's now a piece of property that is not going. So that's RC. So if this thing gets adopted, and I've been digging into this, uh, and, I, and I'm sure Doc Tate has because he's, he's a genius on this stuff. Um, I've been digging into the... I don't think it has an ADU already, Bill. 
I think that's just a garage and uh, storage shed in the back. It is, but it's drywalled. It can easily it's be... It's a storage shed. It's a storage shed. It's yeah. small. It could be easily... I've, I've looked at it. It could be easily added to. It's not that complicated. It's got an alleyway in the back. Nice, easy access. But I'll tell you what I can... A lot t- of people posted on the I Love Seville network that it had an ADU back there. That is not does, an ADU. It is not an ADU. Yeah. It is a um, drywalled shed. Right. Right. But you put a little mini split in there. But where are you going to put your lawn equipment? You got 1,400 square feet. You're going to put it in one of the bedrooms? I know some really good lawn guys will come in here and cut that grass. Where, where are you going to put any of your stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, it would be a problem. Where are you going to put your bicycles? It would, it would be a problem. That's, that's my point. Whoever buys this needs that shed for stuff. Yeah, or you build another shed. You go to Lowe's and get one. Boom, drop it in there. Those sheds ain't cheap. They ain't cheap. But that's a, the 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 location and the features. I think it's a I think it's a dink, uh, James Watson. I think it's Jamie Turner taught me that acronym, uh, dink, dual income, no kids. So that's my. You that, think it's boomers? I think it's a boomer. I think it's a dink, dual well, income, no bet. kids. So that's the bet. But the problem is, is how do we figure that? We're out? We're just going to have to do what we do and just show up to the house and <laughs> knock on the door. <laughs> Which both you and I have zero shame. No, no. We have zero shame. We would totally do that, would we not? The reason I'm laughing is is that's literally what I was thinking. Yeah, I would do that. I would buy two bottles of bourbon. Here's one for you. Can we just get to know you for five minutes? We have a bet. You and I would do that. Yeah, yeah. I have no problem knocking on a Not only would I do it, I was trying to figure out how to do it. We would do that. Yeah. Um, or we would be the guys pacing back and forth in front of the thing. James Watson says, "Baby boomers or late thirties data science childless couple from out of town." I think it's I think it's the Dinks. So, um, so that's the bet. Kevin Yancey, hello in Waynesboro. So that's the bet. We'll just we just got to figure out how we can figure that out without getting arrested. Or, or Seth or Benton, can you? I know this is pending because it's pending. It's pending. Seth, we're talking about your listing. He's no. active now. He's no. watching us. No. Seth, no. I, first I want to give Seth some props. Yeah, yeah. Great job, man. You I, did an effing great job on this, Seth. Seth, that renovation is off the charts. You kick some ass on this. Your return on investment is super impressive and here. And i built a fair number of houses in my career. Um, now, if you're the neighbors of this house, you might feel a little sting Why? when your next assessments come out. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, this is going to yeah. set a new market for Elliott Avenue, a new threshold, a new price yeah. point, a new well, tax assessment, all, a new comp. Yeah, correct. And he was a genius. He bought it at a really good price. Oh. How uh, much, do, Seth, can I, how much well, did you I put into you, this, it's Seth? On, it's, it's a public record. How much remodel? No, I know what he bought it for. I know what he bought it for. You don't have to yell at me. It's sorry. You don't it's, have to I, yell at I, me. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. You I'm not yelling, yelling at me. I'm, no, I'm just a passionate guy. Seth bought it for 165,000 in June 30 of 2022, $159 a square. Now it's under contract at 674,900. Yeah. He spent a year renovating to, this house. So we don't want to jinx it too much because we want to let him close it, right? So Seth, after, tell us who the, who's got under contract. Yeah, don't do that. And then after it closes, if Seth wants to share that with us or the client, his client. Is it a dink, it, dual income, no kids, it, Seth, or it, is it baby boomers? He could probably do that without getting into trouble. Seth, you could do that without getting into trouble. Here, I'm, I'm going to DM I would ask, here. I would ask hey, you. Hey, just send him a DM. Seth, before this guy gets into trouble, check with your broker before you say Dink, anything. Dual but, income, no kids. Keep talking here. I'm, I'm, I'm interacting with him. You're interacting. Yeah, so um, I, I've got a ballpark on what 
that cost to renovate. But I, again, I just don't want to. I don't want to. We got to be tread a little careful here. I'd say it's two fifty a square to renovate. Oh, I, two. You're talking about dollar, total dollars. Two hundred fifty dollars a square foot to renovate. Oh, I think it's way more than that. You think it? You three hundred a square? Uh, uh, yeah, probably probably north of that. Just just the kitchen and the tile work alone in that home. You, you, you needed to get in there and look at it. It is freaking awesome. All right, let's let's call it three hundred square, right? We'll call it three hundred a square foot, three hundred bucks a square foot to renovate. Okay, you're looking at how many square feet? Fourteen twenty-eight mm-hmm. times three hundred, four hundred twenty-eight thousand four hundred dollars. You think Seth dropped four hundred twenty-eight thousand four hundred on the rent? You know, it depends on how he did it. If he did a lot of sweat equity, that number may be less. Four twenty-eight four hundred. I don't know if Seth's doing the renovations himself. He seems like a manager of renovations. Plus one sixty-five thousand, five ninety-three four hundred. Then you got to then you got to add all your closing costs on top. Yeah, of that. I don't think I don't think it's three. I don't think he put three hundred square. The ROI would not justify what he's got there at three hundred square. I think you're closer at two fifty, and he's pulling some strings with some people that he knows. There you go. At two fifty one four two four. So now you're making my times ar- two fifty. You're making three, my five, argument six. for me about about being sophisticated in this. He knew knows people and knows how to get. The numbers down and get the renovation, but it's just really. I mean, the trim work. I, I, I'm I'm a former wood butcher, right? Built 600 houses. The trim work in that house is all outstanding. The tile work is outstanding. It's got heated floors in the tile. Oh, it's it's dope. Dude. It, it is. We got a bet, Seth. Come on, tell us if the, if if the no, buyers no, no, under no. contract Seth, don't do are that. baby boomers or dinks. Dual income, no kids. Don't do that. I'm saying dinks. After the end, after it closes, we'll accept that question. We don't want to put them in that spot. Okay. All right. We're we not going to put them in the spot. This is a great question from Jamie Turner. Um, this is a great question. Um, and I'm calling up. There's so many comments right now on this. I'm sure, Seth, you saw that I posted this on the I Love Seville Network and it went viral. So while you're doing that, so that you know, um, if if the zoning rewrite gets adopted as the, in its present form, which I think you'll see of some variation of that. 100%. That property is an RC. So what can I do with an RC? So the lot, the lot uh, minimum width is 40. You can do eight dwellings per, per property. I don't know how in God's holy name you fit eight on that lot. It's impossible. You can go a maximum of three stories, and the maximum building width is 70. So the lot's only 45. So, you know, so it meets the minimum width, right? Um, and you actually can put some limited small-scale commercial in that, some locations. I've got to look into that location Specifically, if they can go ahead and do this, Woody Fitchum, Woody Fitchum, the appraiser is watching. But um, here, but here's my point. I'm trying yeah. to make is whoever's bought that, unless prices people go, ain't dropping six seventy five to put some ADUs in the backyard and to create density in the backyard. So guess what? That lot just came off the yeah. It that, came off the rolls. It's no longer an upzone property. It's now an expensive piece of real estate that's going to start influencing. Comparables and, and if, drive gentrification. And on if Elliot. you know anything about this business, when you start looking at that street, what you need to do is what's called assemblage. And the hardest thing for any developer and ever if, to do. I'll put it in simple terms: assemblages, buying a bunch of properties next to each other, aggregating property. Legos, stick them together. Yeah, uh, essentially playing Monopoly. Legos. That's what I've it. done here. That's exactly right. So you start, you, you literally done that, just done yeah. vertically instead of horizontally. Yeah. Absolutely great, great example. But yeah, so the, the, so you would have to start putting these assemblages together 
because you need to start getting depth, depth, and robust lots, depth and 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 width in order to get that. But the maximum building width for one building that is is seventy feet. That's allowed. So you only can go so wide. So you would need like three lots, of forty-five lots to kind of make that work because you got you got to dig into the setbacks that are a requirement. And the other thing that's interesting as I'm digging into this, and Neil is digging into it, I'm on my second, third, excuse me, beginning my third reread on this. It's really interesting. Everything now, if you were to buy that and turn that little shed into an ADU, once this gets adopted... I, I could see that happening. You know what you need to do now. What's that? You have to do a separate water and sewer connection. Yeah, what's that going to cost you, 10 k Oh, my God, no. 15 k the, the connection fee alone is that amount of money. And then you have to do the work. Then you got to do the work, and depending on where the sewer is located, and I think on this one it's actually in the alleyway, which is not that bad. I think I can't remember if it runs completely down the alleyway, but the water may be on the opposite side of the street. So now you got to come all the way up, open up a street, tap into a thing, and if you think dealing with the county, yeah, dealing with the, pain in the, ass. the city from a zoning thing, try dealing with their utility department. Yeah. So now you got to open that up. So, th- so just the water and sewer alone on that, on top of the connection fee, is is tens of thousands, tens and tens of thousands of dollars. So that's not going to happen. No. Now, if I could connect it to the main house, right, of some way, water and sewer, it becomes a different story, right? But you actually, it's it's written in here under the utilities chapter that you have to do a separate connection per residential unit unless it's multifamily and that's a whole different different animal we got comments coming in fast and furious this is a great one from jamie turner does something like this appraise for the pp there's no way there are any comps out there to justify that's why i think it's cash does something like this praise appraise well i don't want to speak for woody but that would be a good woody fincham's got a good comment uh, that would be a good analysis if Woody ever wanted to do that for a future show and say, okay, what does that appraise at? I mean, that's what he does for a living, and oh, he can surely do I that. I may have lost this bet based on that. I may have lost this bet. I'm saying, I'm saying uh, dinks, dual income, no kids. But no, You no, make the comment. No, 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 no. You might still win that, right? I, I, if it's a dink that sold their townhome in Northern Virginia and moved down here and go. then wants to be next to the activity because they were used to the activity in so old, do you remember old Alexandria. So remember what Scott Morris was talking about the, from Ross Mortgage, one of our wonderful sponsors. How do you like that, huh? That did pretty good. That huh? was very nice to know. Uh, you know, there are things called appraisal waivers, right? So a lot of it has to do with money, you know, how much money you put down, plus your credit score, plus your job. There's a whole bunch of different pieces to it. But there is a possibility that if there's enough cash on the table and there's enough debt to income or less debt to income, right, on it, there could be a, an appraisal waiver on that and you could be, you could be right. This could be this $200,000, $150,000 dual income couple. I just, my gut's telling me this is a Keith and Yona. I sold my house at the lake. I got enough cash that I could come in and buy this. Sold your house at the lake? No, 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 no. I'm not. Not you. No. But I'm just saying, if someone sold their house at the, are are we getting a lot of seven hundred thousand dollar deals at the lake? Uh, At Lakemont, at the Acres, there's a there's a seven hundred thousand closing. I'm making an example. Woody Fincham says this. This is a great comment from Woody Fincham. One sale is an anomaly. 
Two comps is a coincidence. Yeah. Three comps is a market. It's an old adage in the appraisal business. He's 100% right. Woody Fincher, give us some insight on this Elliott Avenue that is now pending. This is what I think is going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what I think is going to happen. Elliott Avenue is an interesting street. How would you characterize Elliott? Well, it's, it, it, it's, it's a... Um, <clears throat> There's two sides of Elliott. Well, There's the one side and the other side. Go so, ahead. So what Elliott is now is an entrance corridor. It's become an entrance corridor. Because guess how Keith and Yona go from Lake Monticello to where I'm sitting? You take Elliott? I take Elliott. Okay. I do 53 to 20, make a left on Elliott, wave to my sister's and James' old house, go through the intersection, make a right, get a cup of coffee, and come and see you. By the way, that's a 20-minute adventure. That, from door to here, depending on the line at the coffee place, uh, it's about 20, 25 minutes. From your house? From my house, yeah. Okay. I've okay. taught over the years, over 400, almost, uh, what, hold it, 550 shows. Um, I've timed this down to the moment. I think Elliot Avenue. Is Dr. Avenue, Kate still watching? Um, Kate. Kate whom? Tate. Oh, Tate. Yes, Grant. Good. At, at some point, Doc, I want to ask you about Fulvana County, but keep on going, sir. Still watching. I think what's going to happen here, once this listing closes, it's going to encourage or influence others in the near vicinity to list their homes as well because they see they have an opportunity to get top dollar. I think this is also going to be the first step in even more gentrification in this little corridor. Someone that's paying cash, $675, is going to have some ducats to drop outside of the home they just purchased. And when you, it's called the amenity effect. I learned this from Deep Throat. The amenity effect is this. When wealthy people with this kind of ducats come into the area, they expect wealthy amenities to follow. And when wealthy amenities follow, that further creates gentrification. Those wealthy amenities aren't necessarily tied to home purchases. They're tied to sexy coffee shops, sexy wine bars, sexy spas. You're making my point for me. I go ahead and I'm using I. But I, meaning the 65-year-old millennial boomer. Okay. Right? I do this. I get myself a couple of red electric bikes. Right? Hop on my red electric bike. I'm down at Woolen Mills. I'm on the downtown mall. I can go wherever I want to go. Neil Williamson makes a really good point. Do Keith and Yona empty nesters also qualify as dinks? Dual income, no kids. Those are tough bet parameters and definitions. Oh. Oh, I mean, I have that as a, an escape valve on my prop bet, but I wasn't going to bring that to Keith's attention right now. Thank you, Neil. Neil, thank you for covering me, buddy. Yeah, um, I, I, I was going to use that as an escape valve to win the prop bet. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's interesting because it could be. You're 100% right. We, I would say we, you we guys went, are dual income, no kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got no kids in the house. Yeah, so our, our terminology is empty nesters. Yeah. Right, so I don't, I don't think an empty nester and a dink is the same thing. I no. think dink implies... Uh, somebody who's younger, right? Why don't we do this, to Neil's point? We're going to set the over-under at 55. Well, the thing is, we need, we, need to, we need somebody to share with us that information. I'll just go knock on their door. <laughs> are you I swear to God. I was like, how old are you? I'm Jerry from the I Love Seville show. How old are you? I swear to God I would do that. I'm only laughing because I know you'll do it. I swear to God I would do that. Why don't we put the over-under at 55 years old? 
You're taking the over on 55. I'm taking the under on 55. Uh, so technically, yeah, 55 is okay. I probably would have done 50. Okay. Well, 50 is not technically a boomer. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, 55. All right. I've got 55 is a push. I'll take anything under 55. You got anything over 55 for a bottle of booze. Sure. Viewers and listeners, you heard the parameters of that. All right, Judah. And, and the we witness. need to, and that all is like October 1 kind of thing. Sometime, yeah. I mean, I, sometime in the first week of October. I'm hoping Seth will just let us know. Heather Walker watching the program yeah. one of Johnson Village's finest. He's a pro. He, he'll wait for it to close for us. Yeah, Seth is a pro. He's damn good at his job. Yeah. Um, James Watson, your brother-in-law, says yeah. nurses and doctors can get to work easily from Elliott. They can scooter, bus, or bike to work yeah. and don't need parking at work. I thought about that. Yeah, so, so this is somebody isn't buying this, I can assure you that, for nursing, you know, uh, putting two nurses in there or, you know, one of these contract nurses. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's somebody 55 and north with cash or a substantial amount of cash anyway down on it. Um, and it just has either have a small loan on it or bought it in cash. It's because of, as you outlined, they want to wander to these different places. I take, my, I take Forrest the dog. Belmont Park is right behind it. Oh, yeah. Zip around the corner, take a walk. The grandkids come and visit. They can go play at the park. Woody Fincham says, email me the details. We can do a case study on the property. Woody, I'm going to respond to your comment. The show airs on 15 Facebook pages. He's commenting on one of them. Here's the listing. I just sent it to you, Woody Fincham, via Facebook comments. Um, give, it a, give it a look. Give it a look. But, but I, I kind of wanted to play, pl- tie this together with the zoning rewrite and then this... this this thing that that this is going to be so incremental in changing the f- environment of Charlottesville because right now on Elliott Avenue, which we all agree is a co- entrance corridor, right? If anything, this is the reason they did that RC, right? That's the highest residential zoning allowed. Most of the city is RA, and I'm actually trying to figure out a way to do a percentage of how many is RA, and RA only has three maximum dwelling units on it. Uh, the rest of it is pretty much the same. You've got the 40 foot width wide, two and a half stories high, um, and 40 foot maximum building building width versus eight. So it, it goes three, six, eight. RB is six, RC is eight maximum allowable. You know what? I'll make this other comment. Homes that sell in the neighborhood of $675,000 in the city of Charlottesville that are 1,400 square feet on a post stamp of a lot will further drive momentum and tailwinds to HOA neighborhoods in the urban ring in Almoral County. Yep. Uh, Single family detached year to date, the city of Charlottesville, did you say 500? 500? Did you say 500,000 and up? For, no, I did not say that. Okay, what did you say? I'm sorry. I said this sale is further going to drive momentum and interest into Albemarle County and no, Urban Ring HOA neighborhoods. No, before that, you were talking about 650000 and up. This 675 k is, pro- is probably what this went under contract with. So let's do six. Right around there. 650, 1,400 square feet, um, city of Charlottesville, single family detached, no new construction. Year to date, there were 71 homes sold that were 650 and up. 
So my point is, if you're going to pay that kind of money... You're not doing RC. Yeah. You're not doing RC. Also, my point is, why wouldn't you just drive five or ten minutes more and get half an acre to an acre, spend maybe the same money or... 100,000, 150,000 more so and just Seth, get an HOA neighborhood. So Seth bought that uh, under 200 grand. So let's just see single family detached. Seth under, is going to do very well here. Oh yeah, yeah. Zero homes were sold under $200,000 at 1,400 square feet. Three were sold, were sold under 200,000 single family detached year to date. No square footage. I would love to know what the house looked like in June of last year when he bought it for 165. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know it because I, I walk that area all the time and all that stuff. It, 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 it needed a lot of love, a lot of help. And, they, and, I mean, they, you know, hats off to Seth. I mean, they just, they really did a great job in, in renovating it. Like the fence, too. Oh, I think the fence is one of my favorite features there. Yeah, yeah. It's good for Forrest dog. That's well. I mean, you can still wiggle out there. <coughs> yep. Forrest is a crafty canine. No, he's doing much better. That's, but a five-foot fence fixed that. So. Yeah, he's a crafty canine, that Forrest. He's a hound. He's a hound. Heather he's... Walker, one of Johnson Village's finest, says, what is the property tax on this house, Keith? That's a great question. Won't know until it, until it closes. Um, the current... I mean, you could figure out the, the property taxes on 675 k in Charlottesville, though. Yeah, so the current 2022 taxes on that was 2706 so that was 2022. $2,706. Yeah, that was 2022. I, I'm not fast enough to do the math for this particular year. And it, and it depends on, you know, the, I don't think the sales price and the tax assessed value is going to match, guys, right? Jamie Turner goes, Jerry, don't take that bet. Keith is the buyer. Keith's not buying that house. Keith is too emotionally attached to his current house. And he will not sell his current house. And until he sells his current house, he ain't moving into the city. Where Yona has already gotten over the emotional attachment of the house. And she's ready to move into the Yona city. Yona has moved from a, from a home to a house. Yeah. I'm still at a home. Yeah. I haven't moved to a house Keith yet. Keith loves his home. Well, it's... He also has a lot of stuff. I got a lot of stuff. But that's not the reason. The real reason is the dinner I had last night with my mom and pop and my daughter and my granddaughter well, I mean, and, and all also and I, I your, your mom and pop I mean there's a very good probability they may be moving into your house we ended our conversation yesterday and and, and Doc Tate I'm going to get to you here in a minute um, we're blessed right because if need be we can have mom and dad live with us right that's what I'm saying 14% of all the sales last year according to NAR was multi-generational right which is what we're talking about um, you know them coming in to do to do that, and and you know it was interesting. You know the Fulvana County Board of Supervisors, and this was a topic that we had over the dinner table. And I love Doc's read on it. Is um, you know they shot down a 55 and over, 60 percent AMI, multifamily apartment building built by the Lutheran Church. I believe it was Lutheran. It was either Lutheran or Episcopal. I, I can't remember. But built by a religious organization across from the main gate that would have been perfect setup for either my mother or father when they can't. And, it, and so that you know 60% AMI right now because is about $1,200 for a two-bedroom. That's kind of how that works. That math works. So they could have easily moved into that, sell their house, put a little bit of cash in there, live out the rest of their years, 
out in a nice little two-bedroom apartment with other people that are their same age, their same cohort, have a little bit of, a, of you know, play bingo or whatever they're doing. And Pink. Bingo, I don't know what, bingo cards or, or whatever. You or, play any backgammon? Oh, it's funny you should say I'm that. Gonna, I'm, I'm about to get heavy into backgammon. No, stop it. Is Yona watching? Uh, let me see. Hold on one second. Yona? Yona's Do you know what we just bought? You bought a weekend? backgammon set? Is it a set? Is it a board? It's a board. We okay. just bought one, and we were YouTubing all weekend long on how to how the rules on it. That is so weird. It's, um, this is what got me into backgammon. I'm st- I've uh, met um, some squash players that play out of Manhattan, yeah. and they play squash, and then they play backgammon. How about dominoes? you play dominoes? Um, dominoes is, uh, has a strong tie to the Cuban uh, community. I brought it up. Yeah, and uh, grew up with dominoes constantly being played around us. In fact, it sounds like it's either my family or it's Cubans in general. They love to gamble. Because I was constantly raised in a house, the Cubans were gambling on everything. So I'm going to share so it fits something with you. my personality quite well. I'm going to share something with you. So does the Irish and the Italian. Because I mean, as a kid growing up, that? my grandfather used to take me to, both grandfathers used to take me to the track. And uh, they used to tell my parents something else. And they used Andre to to Xavier and Cascadia, the last three detached single-family homes sold were above 650K. Yeah. You are right, Jerry. Prices will go up in HOA neighborhoods in Almoro County. Andre, check out Glenmore. So we're talking a million one, a million one fifty, the median price of sales in Glenmore in 2023. I mean, literally, well over a million dollars. So if you go ahead and pull down um, Real Talk with Keith Smith, market, Love that re- website. market reports, great website. It's a great. Logo. Uh, I actually have uh, HOA versus non HOA. Sales going from 2003 to 2023. Yes, Woody, I've got it backwards. I'll fix it. <laughs> uh, number of holes sold, price increase. Um, so over the last nine years, on average, 37% more homes sold located in HOA versus non. They also sold 29% faster for 17% more. So if you take a look at it, there's a couple of uh, really neat um, uh, 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 charts talking about HOA versus non-HOA. So they've always been uh, above. It's just going to go a little bit higher. Oh, I think it's going to go astronomically higher. I got to tell you, the the people I'm meeting today, there's two reasons where I got a phone, three reasons we got a phone call. One, we've known them for for decades. Second, secondly, their life situation is changing. And thirdly, um, it's really, they want to move out of the neighborhood before it's rezoned. They're ready to move. Out of the city of Charlottesville. Yep. Uh, dude, who wouldn't want to? I mean, who well, wouldn't appa- want to? Well, apparently, you've got somebody moving in paying six seventy five. So certain people that this is transitionary. So like certain people that have been here for a while are moving out. Some people are coming in. I mean, it depends on it. De- here's what it depends on: the people that are moving into this area, if they come from a place like Old Alexandria, McLean, a city environment. I can see why they would want to move to the city of Charlottesville because they want to be close to the action, activity, stuff that's going on. If you're OG Charlottesville and you've been in Charlottesville a long time, sure. why would you stay? So when, when I'm you over- can sell your house for top dollar and capitalize on the upzoning potential, take that bag of money and then get an acre in an HOA community and worry about nothing. 
So, so I'm fifty. I'm over fifty-five substantially. By the okay. way, um, what's the other reason why I love Seven Twenty Four Elliott Avenue for? The walkability. Nope. The bikeability. Nope. The restaurant ability. The bar ability. Nope. The close to work ability. Nope. But it's close to something that's important to me. Tavola. When I get over fifty, hospitals. Over, there you go. Okay. Medical. Medical. I, I will. I. I will tell you of all. But the I'd ha- say any HOA neighborhood in Almaro County is close to a hospital. Sure. Uh, Lake Monticello, in particular, it has its own rescue squad, and that for people moving out of the northeast down. Okay, did Jamie Turner's convince you bought this house? Did you buy this house? No. You swear on everything. That- I swear on everything that's holy that okay. I did not buy that. House. Okay. No. You did not I, buy this house. I did not buy that house. Okay. I, 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 I think Seth is a freaking genius for buying it at what he bought it and, and did what he did. I think it's freaking awesome. You're not going to see a lot of them anymore. No. You're not going to see. All, all flips like this have been cherry-picked. There you go. You're not going to see anything more. Than that. You, and it's very interesting. You can't He's also even, got some capital gains exposure with this under two-year sale. It depends on... It, it depends on a lot of things on that and what his delta is after all his expenses and stuff like that. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's going to get hammered that hard with, with capital gains, and I'm sure he's smart. He's a smart guy. Smart enough to have CPAs and all oh, those no people doubt. Take, take a look no at doubt. it. But you, you, know, you know what that – you can't touch a lot, by the way, for that number. For one seventy something. Well, what would be uh, actually? Who was I having this conversation with? I was literally having this conversation this weekend that people were buying cribs just to tear them down. Yeah, sure. Who was it with? I forget who it was with. Um, what's the lot in Charlottesville? A, a point one, zero point one in city of Charlottesville running these days. Yeah. So the last couple ones I've helped out and it's been a while. It was about one twenty five, one fifty. One twenty five, one fifty. How and long I ago was that? That uh, was a couple years ago. Okay. So I would imagine that's almost two x Well, I'm going to find out while you're doing that because I'm going to look at um, land sales in the city of Charlottesville. I would say that would be 2x, quarter million dollars. City of Charlottesville. You buy a lot. That lot? A legitimate lot in a good location. 45 by whatever? How much? 250,000. Oh, yeah. Okay. You think I'm I sorry, said? I heard him. My hearing aids are working today. Quarter million, a quarter million. Okay, I, I heard, I heard a million and a quarter. Yeah, quarter million dollars. Yeah. Um, city of Charlottesville, walking distance to Belmont and the downtown mall, two hundred fifty k for a lot. I mean, you got it. There's people in this community that are so deep pocketed. They're buying houses that are legitimate. That are, you know, who I was having this conversation with? It was in the, uh, in the Bel Air neighborhood. I'm not going to spill too many beans here. We got people, friends, that are legitimately buying a house in Bel Air to knock down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's common in Bel Air. To knock down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've helped people buy. We're talking eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars here. I've helped people buy and sell in 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 uh, Bel Air. No, I get that. But we're like, talking eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars to then spend two million on top of that. Yeah. That just shows the astronomical level of wealth. Now, the location, about a lot of people say that's the best neighborhood in Almaro County. If you like that, I love this. For me and my I, lifestyle, and no, I'm not, I didn't buy it. Guys. I don't think this house would accommodate your family visiting from Connecticut. No. And they there's a hotel visit in Alton. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Yona would never allow that to happen. Yeah. 
She would never allow that to happen. Are no. you looking up the lots over there? I am. I am. I can't, I can't wait to see it. I would say yeah. 250 for a lot in a good location. 0. 0.1, 0. 0.12, 0. 0.13 in that vicinity. Do you want me to do this? I can just hop on. I, I can, do you want me to do this? I'm waiting for you to, to stop talking because I have the numbers for you. I'm happy to do this if you so want So year to date, there were six lots sold. Okay. 259,750 is median. 259,750? Yep. What did your boy Jerry say? Uh, $1.50. Okay, so 250, uh, go ahead. 0.30 in okay. size. So it was a little bit, little bit, little bit bigger than what you were talking Yeah, 0.3. Yeah, that's a nice size lot. Yeah. That's the medium size. For the size. city, at least. That's the medium size. Um, and uh, so the cheapest was 90,000. I wonder where that heck that was. We got to look at that for a second. That was 918 Wood Fork. Drive, so I got to figure that. I don't even know where that is. Um, on the high side was 403A Avon at 1.5, uh, and that was 0.38 acres. So I have to look at what what's going on with that. But the bottom line is the median, which takes out your high and the low, is you're looking about 150, 159. There's a couple of one two one one twenty and one seven one one eighty which had a lot of days on the market. Let me see where that is. Yeah. So, you're right. 250, 225 in the right location. Sounds about right. There you go. So, therefore... And then you, what, uh, three to four X, the, the, the lot purchase? Sure. So, you're building a million-dollar house. Yeah. You could have... What's the rule of thumb? Three to four X? Whatever you pay for the dirt? So, it depends. Yeah? Right. Finishes what you want. No, obviously. no, no. The math changes the more you pay for the lot. So the multiplier, the less you pay for the lot. So generally, if it's like a hundred grand or below, it's five times. If it's a hundred grand and above, it's five times. So I would say four times. If you're buying something for two and a quarter, two and a half, you put a million dollar home on there. You're putting a million dollar. Home. And then you're all in if you need to sell at a million two fifty. Yeah, sure. Million two fifty, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I mean, this was no risk for seven twenty four Elliott Avenue, but. You know, you could have bought that for one seventy six, spent fifteen thousand dollars to demo it, and flipped the lot for two seventy five, ish, something like that. Yeah, but once he got his no, no, well, once he got his closing costs, his demo costs, it depends maybe he does on, it a controlled on, burn like Jamie Turner does. It depends on the ROI. I mean, dude bought well, it for one sixty five. You can't burn no, it. No, you there. can't burn it in the city of Charlottesville. No, if he bought it for one sixty five and he sold it for two fifty. With the closing costs and carrying costs and whatever the destruction of the property costs, uh, there's no money there. Well, I'm just looking at percentage differences. But yeah, yeah the, I mean, the volume like 10 of 10 G. The volume of dollars is not not there. worth his time right there. Mm-hmm. No, I I would say well, that the risk the risk here is, if which is not the case, there was this is risk free, right? This was going to sell. I wouldn't say it's risk free. It's about as damn close as risk because he bought it for 165. But he doesn't know what's behind the walls. And I would say his remodeling costs were probably, I put it at 250 I wouldn't be surprised if it's closer to 225 He spent between 350 and 400 to do this, I would imagine. There's a lot. The, the amount of work he did in it is pretty awesome. But Four, if he's at 400 Keith, and he bought it for 165 that's 565 out of pocket. And he's listing it for... Six seventy four nine. So you add another fifty thousand on closing on that, just round numbers. There's no, de- there's no meat there for what he's looking to do. I don't know what he did. Seth's got champagne taste. 
We'll find out. We'll find out. You know what we'll do is we'll invite him on the show so we can Seth Bang, you coming on the show, dog? Tell tell him tell us how he did it after it closes. After it closes. After so it closes, Jerry. We did not want to get ourselves in trouble. We're not so gonna... look, we're at we're at eleven thirty two. I know, but, this was great. I, I did want to ex Dr. Tate and we'll 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 try to tag him for some future shows. We should get him on the show. Because uh, he used to uh, run the Fulvana County Economic uh, Authority, okay. Development Authority, EDA on that. And I'm really curious his take on the growth pattern of Fulvana County, because that was the, the, the conversation around the dinner table last night on, you know, are we going to start changing this 90-some-odd percent? Now, I, you know, he, he, he's not on it any longer, but he's pretty smart. Not pretty smart. He is pretty smart on it, on, uh, on his analysis. So I'd love to hear his analysis on, you know, are we going to start eating into that 90-some-odd percent of our tax base tied to residential. And what do you think? No. Yeah. But I'd love to see what he has to say. I, I do not see Fluvanna County having any appetite whatsoever for new construction. Oh, no. It's not. I, I think even more so after this upcoming election. Yeah. Right. When this upcoming election happens. You're going to have more folks on the board that are opposed to anything. density. Anything that's They'll buy right. They got no choice. They're going to want to run the county fiscally conservative. And just understand that rooftops are going to carry the burden of the yearly budget. Yeah. And, and you know. Is what it is. If I was, if it was 20 years ago and I was back in doing this silly development stuff, I would start doing, I would start buying up land and just doing buy right developments, cutting up into four or five lots and just. I mean, that, it's just such a need for inventory. It would be pretty much a no-brainer to go ahead and do that. Keith Smith, Yes Realty Partners. 1134. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Today's show was fun. Hey, good time. Came Hello. in with... Uh, with nothing? Other and, than a Mr. Predicto? Yeah. Right? Should but, we but, make a prediction? No, let's access. Does Smith know what he's talking about? Let's see. No, you got to hold it up so he can see it. Hold it up, yeah, by your uh, mic. Highly doubtful. Highly doubtful. Highly doubtful. <laughs> Mr. Predicto. Mr. Predicto, I don't like you. Yeah. Well, the good thing about the other crystal ball is it doesn't talk and we can say what it says. <laughs> Keith Smith is A-plus people. If you need to buy or sell a house, it's Keith Smith and Yes Realty Partners. Jonas Smith is better 7-8's Yes Realty Partners. Seth, thank you for letting us do this with your, your listing. Your case study. Uh, for a case study, um, I wanted to tie it into the zoning. Really, t- my intent was to tie it into the... Uh, zoning rewrite on how that parcel is not going to be on the table for any time soon, and it's added that that particular equation. Great job, Seth. Well done. Um, fantastic program. Judah Wickhauer, Keith Smith, Jerry Miller. This is Real Talk with Keith Smith on a Monday. A lot to cover on the I Love Seville show. We will talk this property at 1230 today on the I Love Seville show. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you watching the program. We are up in 55 minutes on the program is captivating your attention across Central Virginia. Judah, Keith, Jerry, so long, everybody. Thanks, Judah. Well,